0: Hello, hello everyone, welcome to my weekly music podcast, where we talk everything music, everything music related, I hope everyone is staying safe during coronavirus time, we are on our 10th album review on the show, and first and foremost before we go any further i'd like to apologize um sincerely apologize because this podcast is long overdue i just got so busy when sort of the restrictions for the pandemic went down in my country so i really just kept delaying and delaying this podcast and delaying it and then like you know the thing is when you delay something for too long it becomes really hard to just do it, you know. And look, now we're in 2021. Imagine we're in a new year, and we're still doing last year's podcast that was supposed to end in like November or something. So that sucks. But these last two reviews will literally be the end of the show. The show's gonna end after these two reviews are coming up. These two album reviews. Um, and right for now. Uh, Unfortunate, unfortunately it looks like there won't be a season two for 2021 um yeah for for you know if the show was a little bit bigger maybe we'd have a season two but unfortunately unfortunately we won't have um because yeah but i did notice that covid was probably really helpful in helping me do those podcast. because i think if there wasn't covid i probably wouldn't be able to do the podcast i don't have time for it but uh yeah but luckily we're here we're gonna end the podcast today we're gonna do it big um and with the last two episodes obviously um and yeah we're gonna do an exciting review long-awaited review of the el mal querer album by rosalia which uh, el mal querer means uh, the bad loving um, if you translate it to english and it's my first ever review of a non-English album. Maybe even the first time I listened to a non-English album. Yeah, it might be even as well, right? Eh? Um, so, yeah, you know, because I don't, I don't understand anything. Oh, most things uh, that's being said in the song in terms of lyrics. Although I did say that I'm not a much of a lyrical guy, but... Um, yeah, I felt, like, especially on this album... It really feels like listening to the lyrics is important. And you'll know why. You understand why. So that immediately makes the review quite challenging. But it is exciting though. Um, it's an album from an artist that I've been really excited about. Rosalia has really been um, just sh- just shown a new light on music. That's like strange. I'm not a huge fan of her music. But like she's just a unique special artist that I'm really paying attention to a lot. She's taking the music industry by storm and El Marquerer is a second studio album, um, multi award winning album, Grammy award winning, Latin Grammy award winning. Um, and yeah, it did very well in the Spanish charts. You know, quite a few, you know, people around the music industry outside Spain or Spanish language also love this album. Rolling Stone considers it to be the best Spanish album of all time. <laughs> that's a big statement but yeah definitely an album to be excited about some really good singles very short album at around 30 minutes in less 11 tracks so it'll be a short review again i'll be doing the songs in groups and batches like i did with the other podcast just to make the podcast shorter and without any further ado let's jump straight to the review <coughs> So the first track of the album uh, or the intro song it's called Malamente um, and then it's also... Uh, so she, she sort of called every song like a chapter. So it's Capitlo or capt, Capitlo, I think Capitlo which means chapter. Uh, one, Auguria. Um, and yeah, sometimes I ch- I search for the translation, sometimes I didn't. <laughs> But Malamente the song basically means very badly, right? And like I always say, album open is essential in an album and this album opens definitely very well. Malamente is obviously a song that I already knew quite well before even listening to the album. A song that many people know. Probably her most popular song ever. And the name, like I said, it translates to very badly. Uh and yeah, and the song is um is probably her most popular song and uh vibe and fun ish uh this is sort of uh it sort of introduces you to the idea that this is gonna be a concept album you know an album uh that tells a story you know they say it's uh she says it's based on a a, a story from the 13th century about a toxic relationship from a book I think she read um about a toxic relationship and the journey that relationship goes from you know very happily in love and um and ultimately ultimately turmoil and yeah and the, the album just takes you on this journey um and from start to finish it takes you into this dark relationship and the first track which i wish like i said is called very badly gives you clues on the turmoil that's to come so it's uh it's just the position uh that we often see that's so interesting that's like you know it's so it's a mildly happy happy melody but doesn't tell you turmoil and um but then she is saying that like in this trouble and things uh might get very bad bad um there's a possibility um and it's a song that i had no idea that the song was about uh this until i sort of read the translation of the lyrics <laughs> And I thought Portuguese is quite similar to sp- to, to, to Spanish, but like, <laughs> yeah, Spanish from Spain is very hard to understand if you don't know Spanish. So, yeah, but I did realize, obviously, that the song is much deeper than I thought it was. And, yeah, when you read the lyrics, you start understanding. It's definitely uh, a song that gets you really excited about the album. That is not just great sounds, but it's like, you know, there's, there's sort of a story being told in this album right here the next track is called kino salga la luna capítulo uh, 2 chapter 2 called boda and basically it means a uh, wedding right um, but yeah it's basically it's, it's it's the wedding right so it's like you know the they got into the relationship in Malamente and then like, you know, there's a bit of, some things were strange, but then love spoke louder and they got together and finally they got married, right? And that's uh, Kino Saga a La Luna. So it's a song that I really like. I really like this song. definitely felt that the song is where the flamenco influence or the flamenco sound that like, you know, Rosalie is known for, you know, was really beautifully done, you know? here it just felt like uh, really natural it felt uh, really good and then the production is just absolutely incredible on the song beautiful beautiful production because it sounds like it sounds old school but then it has this subtle like modern edge or modern twist in the, in the music you know and i don't know if like they probably had like a probably a, a more modern producer doing the song and yeah i mean the production is just brilliant on the song just it just sounds great and yeah, and I really love you know her voice on the chorus and like, and tunations, her tones, the way she changes her voice, you know, the, the way she just you know hits like high notes and then hits sings really almost whispering and like really soft singing. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just an incredible song. And then like, uh, yeah, and I really I really love how she plays with you know those those tones. I eh? that I think that's one of the big things um of the song and then in the song in terms of the meaning of the song this is the point in the story like i said they get married and then um but then it gives you clues as well that like you know there's sort of this obsessive edge in this marriage you know um you know where where, you know there's moments in the in the song where the lyrics they say um you know like it says that the man will give her everything right Almost like, um, or she will give herself fully to the man and then, like, to the guy or to the husband or whatever. And then it almost feels like he, the guy is sort of buying her and he sort of now owns her in a way. And you know, there's a part where she says, like, uh, she must she must die, she must be willing to die for him, you know. But those are things that, you know, I don't know if die is saying marriage, but <laughs> but yeah, I must be willing to die. But yeah, but. But it just sounds brilliant, sounds really good. And it's a great mixture of um, great storytelling, um, couple, great production, great lyrics, great vocal work. And yeah, truly incredible song. I think it's probably my favorite song that I sort of didn't know from this album, that I discovered in this album. Incredible. The next few songs uh, are Pensey and Tumira. Uh, which means think, thinking of your gaze, or think of your gaze. Um, capítulo 3 celos, uh, which means jealousy. It yeah, means jealousy. And uh, the other song is de aquí no sales. Capítulo cuatro, four, chapter four, disputa, which means dispute. De aquí no sales, I think, it means here you don't leave right and then the last song is sort of reniego capítulo six uh, says or five no capítulo five right uh called lamente uh, lamento or lamenta <laughs> means lament and yeah so so like you know the songs i grouped the songs together because i th- i felt like in terms of the storytelling they sort of tie it in that way you know it's sort of moments of uh, that you find in a relationship right and um yeah usually when i group they can be out of order but in this album it's going to be in order because of the storytelling element of the album right so yeah and i think um just the way they approach storytelling is, is quite similar um like we said the initial phase was marriage um in the beginning and after marriage you know after you married in, in real life you know there's this sort of jealousy which is the song uh, en tu mira, which means thinking of like i said thinking of your gaze which stands for how the man feels um about you know other men looking at his woman right at the woman he just got married to and the jealousy he feels towards that then um there's other song which follows which is uh like you know sales right here you don't leave um where you know just 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 the word really tells you that it's going to be dispute right so she even names it disputa or this Disp- <laughs> disputa sounds wrong right? dispute dispute which means you know um which means like even if they fight um she's not leaving right she has to like like we said in the wedding song he has to die for the relationship right um and almost shows you the entrapment that she's in in this relationship you know and then and, and the third song the last song that i grouped together is, is the sadness that she experiences in the relationship, right? And that's uh, the song, Daniego, right? Which is a, a classic ballad song, which uh, Rosalia speaks of the sorrow in her relationship and how unhappy she is in her relationship. Uh, although she's still in it, right? She hasn't left it, but like she's, she's unhappy. She's not happy. She's not, it's not what she dreamt of. She's not, it's not what she thought the relationship would be, right? And um, in terms of the production of the songs, right? All those songs have very... Eurocentric production that combines various styles that you know you would associate with European music you know like classical and stuff. In Pienso Intumira we get the, the flamenco sound that mixed with a, a very urban r- rhythm um, and I have uh, I have quite openly said uh, uh, how, about how much I love this song. I just love uh, Pienso Intumira and just the production of it is, is absolutely insane it's amazing. It, it's almost like uh the 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 wedding song um the kino uh kino salga la luna i keep forgetting the song, song's name so so it's a foreign language you have to understand that like i don't i don't understand it quite well but yeah you know both of them have this sort of flamenco sound but like with the modern edge and then like in penso to me i think she even takes it deeper you know it's like flamenco but like very modern even more modern production And Aquino Salas is just a a mix match of sounds. It's a very explosive track that has a bunch of like sound effects and cars, bikes and sirens. And I love the sounds in the end of the song. It's sort of a a commotion or transition to a more um, action-y sound. Like a a sound that you would associate with like an action movie. Almost symbolizing like the couple fighting and stuff. But I did get confused with the sounds of the motorcycles and etc. And like... Um, but you know maybe they're fighting they're they outside or whatever but it gets a little bit confusing but not too much but, but yeah and in the last song Griniego we go full out like you know I would say Italian opera <laughs> you know uh, but with a little bit of a blend of like a like Middle Eastern sound you know like uh, Egyptian and sort of Moroccan or like uh, you know arab asian sound stuff you know like middle eastern maybe that's the best thing <laughs> middle eastern sound um quite a melancholic song um because of it's a it's, it's obviously the song called lament right it's a lament She's sad about something she's feeling sorrow and rosalia shows some of her you know vocal range and vocal chords and then like yeah she's just an incredible she's such, she's such a talented person she shows how much uh talented she is you know she she has this ear for production and sound and even visuals and even like you know having a concept album that's like about a story but she's also, but she's also like an incredible singer right um yeah she's just so perfect <laughs> um yeah it's a song about her not being happy in a relationship and being sad and stuff and and, and old songs are very interesting quite quite interesting and take you on different journeys and stuff and it's quite cool and then the sixth song um it's called uh preso which is in capitulo six, capitulo six, chapter six, um, called Clazura, which just means closure. Um, so she's sort of getting closure now in the story, right? Um sort of a skit song or, or transition song if you can call it. A song that's sort of um that the character in the story of the album except that she's in a dark place. But in but it's almost said by another character in the story in the album. Almost like a movie scene in a way, you know? It's like a, it's like a movie scene where some characters talking to the main character. Um, right? So some 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 person is talking to Rosalia who's sort of the main character of the story. Um but it's quite cool. It's quite cool. And then in terms of the production of the song, I really like the cinematic sounds in the beginning of the track. Almost feels like a those like sort of desperado movies or once upon a time in Mexico. It's just it's those very movies that you associate associated of associate a lot with like mexico and stuff and and, then not Mexico maybe spanish you know (laughs) spanish and like rodeos and cowboys and all that stuff um but yeah but it's like i said it feels a lot very cinematic a lot like a movie scene um yeah and even the way like the character speaks feels like a lot like a movie so she really has that ear for like you know cinematic and very visual um, standpoint so the next uh, three tracks of the album are uh, Baghdad, Capitolo um, 7 or Chapter 7 um, and the other name sort of Liturgia, which means liturgy and um, the other one is Dimi Nombre, uh, which means Say My Name Capitulo uh, 8 uh, Chapter 8 Ecstasis and the the last track is uh, Nana which is Capitulo uh, 9 or chapter 9 Concepcion which probably means conception or birth um, and then Nana sort of is like a lullaby type song and basically you know um, each song means a different thing but I'm gonna get to the meaning now but like what what um, all these three songs have is that you know Rosalia really brought out her inspirations all the artists that have sort of inspired her and in her music um and also what makes it different and special I think um her music because the music still sounds like very Spanish like very very Spanish but she's inspired by so many um American artists and I think she manages to bring it out or show that inspiration in a way that is new and original and slightly different and i think that's what made uh, what's making her such an interesting artist for so many people um and in the first track baghdad uh we can clearly hear the Justin timberlake influence in the chorus where you know it's a sort of a spanish homage to crime crimea river um and yeah sort of that i think it's that pre-chorus of the song i think and and i really enjoyed the 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 sort of the rhythm of the song and i like that even uh, even more now that I understood um, what she was saying because like in terms of the meaning of the song of the Baghdad song the song is very symbolic Baghdad is sort of a name of a brothel in Spain so the song could mean um, the sorrow and loneliness one experiences after leaving a relationship that they want uh, that they feel the need to sleep around almost like a like a prostitute in a brothel and uh and the sorrow that comes through doing that um but it could also mean how someone who works in a brothel feels you know it's very it's it's quite ambiguous and the crying aspect um which inspired by obviously crimea river um could be you know yeah could also be the could be both of them you know the prostitute and the and the person in the relationship, you know, because I, I think it's especially you can sort of notice it in the music video, um, the crime. Because I'm not, I don't think it's too much in the lyrics, although the song has a very sad feel to it. But I think it's, you know, it's that point in the relationship where you know she wants to possibly leave, you know, maybe it's not even her wanting to sleep around maybe it's just possibly wanting to leave i think the song i didn't quite get the meaning clearly but yeah it sounds quite cool it's quite a cool song in terms of production and m- message and then the next track dimi nombre which is a song that uh, stands for say my name like i said uh, which cites sort of the destiny ch- destiny's child influence uh, and rosalia said destiny's child was quite an influence to her and her music when she was younger um, yeah and the song just talks about uh, the suffering and pain that we go through to maintain a relationship and how love blinds you as well you know because um i think it's almost the same message as the original destiny's child song where you know you sort of want to fight to 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 keep this person you want them to say your uh, say your name and uh, and keep being with that person keeping the relationship even though there's quite a lot of turmoil in the, in the in the relationship. And another thing, I also, loved is like the uh, how the song is flamenco written. You know, because um, initially I wasn't too much of a fan of the flamenco sound on this specific song, but I feel the song becomes more enjoyable when you understand sort of the lyrics. You know, because the lyrics on "Diminuendo" quite they're quite deep. They're quite deep, and it's quite good. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite a well-written song think better than quite a few songs i would say and then obviously the last track nana uh which means baby um which is about a baby that she has in her relationship and almost a child that she associates with uh bad memories you know a child that came through pain you know the pain of her relationship and her suffering in her relationship and that's why the song has a really melancholic sound, melancholic feel and she also uh, you know, went full a cappella on the song and showed her vocal chops like uh uh like in Iriniego, the song previously on the one of the previous songs on the album. Just singing her uh, ass off her. <laughs> um, yeah, and here I feel the album does lose me a bit but it's quite it's quite a nice track. It's very sad but it's not those sad songs that stuck with me, maybe the song is just too mellow, maybe I don't like that aspect of her sound too much. And the next track is called Maldición, which is a uh, Capitlo 10, Condura, Capítulo 10 means chapter 10 um and uh sanity sort of associated translates to sanity but yeah i just love those sounds in the beginning of the song um some fight sounds from like a a quentin tarantino movie you find on the song um yeah and you can sense the tension in the song in the song you know quite a it's quite cinematic sounds and a cinematic song in a way um and the song speaks of love and that is uh sort of tormenting her and she rather kill the person to be free to free herself of the love and pain and uh, close to the end there's this killing moment which she feels you know it feels like i said it feels like a movie moment a fight scene from a quentin tarantino movie or like a samurai action movie um yeah and it feels fun and not too melancholic i would say you know Um, I think in the end she feels free, you know, it's, it's more for, uh, a freedom. Um, but her love comes back when she sees the person dead. That's why the song gets a little bit sad as well. Uh, it sort of reminds her of the beginning when she said, I love you for the first time. And she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to love again because love sort of uh, brings sorrow and sadness. Um... But yeah, to, 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 it's an interesting song. I love I love the sound in the beginning. Eh? The sound in the beginning is just amazing. It's like a movie fight scene moment. I love it. And the last track in the album is A Ningun Hombre, Capitulo um, 11, uh, Chapter 11, Poder, Power. Um, and uh, it's a simple track, uh, a Capella to end off the album, uh, means no man, uh, the song could mean how she finds uh, she finds it hard to love another man after this relationship, you know, it's, fine. it's hard for her to love someone else now because this relationship has just associated with so many bad memories and she thinks every love she'll feel will be the same full of suffering and pain and obsession and and problems um yeah and and i think it's basically about her saying how she wants to remember this person and what they did to her and she doesn't want to forget it and 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 remember it so she doesn't go through it again um and it's almost like symbolic like placing a tattoo or physically placing a a, a tattoo of that person in your body you know like relationships is like a tattoo stamped in your body and it's permanent and you can never leave it you can and you always have to see it look at it. Uh and the pain it it brought, you know. Tattoo that d- does bring a little bit of pain ish. Yeah. <laughs> um almost remember everything the person did to her. So yeah, remembering all those cars and definitely uh the album doesn't end with a bang. I would say that album doesn't end with a bang. I wish the ending could be better, I wished. But it's definitely a great way to end the album and the concept and close off the story of the album and um yeah and and the journey that she took as which is great and unique it's quite different like to have something that's like so um story based um every song is part of the story and every song you have to listen to sort of chronologically yeah so it's a cool album closer um but i guess maybe i wanted a twist man that would be dope i imagine like you know in the end there's like this twist thing where (laughs) i don't know what happened but like this this is a cool twist you know you're following the story and there's a twist you know but i love this idea of like a, a concept album it's pretty dope okay my overall impressions on this album um it's quite a special and unique album definitely love the conceptual aspect of the album and how it aims to tell a story and how every track is uh, is uh you know is is tied together and how the album can't be without any song to make the story of the album make sense and make it feel complete you can't jump song by song but like the body of work makes it feel complete because i think it's a tough album to listen to individual songs besides i would say which was just pretty smart by doing maybe the singles you know besides maybe di mi but like malamente and pienso tu mira songs that maybe you can listen individually but the rest is tough you know even um even uh, the wedding song um you know salga la luna you know it's a song that's tough to listen to individually you know you have to listen to the whole thing sort of it's 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 a body of work type listening experience you know and uh, yeah, and I wish people would make more conceptual albums like this. You know, I feel like sometimes albums are just all over the place. Every track is just like ugh, whatever, trying a new idea. Like this is a really concise and really presented, well presented, like body of work. You know, that feels tied down to one singular idea. And albums are starting to lack like that these days. You know, uh, yeah, just w- really well structured um and one feels like she really knows how to put an album together you know i love the production of the album uh, it's such a unique work that at times i struggle with it you know it's because it can be so polarizing at times and what makes it hard is that it, i can't understand the language it was really hard in the beginning because i think it's so dependent on the lyrics so if you don't understand what she's saying it's hard for you to engage with uh the music you know you know and really feel what she's saying and wh- how much work she put into it if it was in english probably i would have enjoyed that much more i'm not saying she should start making english music but like um it'll be because because it's so conceptual and so about the message you know it's 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 hard for you to not you know enjoy to enjoy it without understanding what she's saying and then but then when I read the translation of the lyrics and the message, I saw the message is quite amazing. And Rosalie is definitely, definitely, I would say, ahead of her Spanish peers artistically. And this is this is definitely a great combination of art and, uh, you know, and uh, a modern urban slash like pop sound that's very unique. And she definitely deserves all the merit and accolades and awards that she's been getting for for her work in this album and just in general and it's a great thing as well is that you know her songs and album is very short and it's a very quick concise to the point with ideas you know uh i like the flamenco element although it feels it makes a different very it makes her music very different but uh you know i do understand that the flamencos to make her seem different and she did know that she had to use it to make it to make to become more different but but um yeah but it doesn't feel forced you know i think that's the great thing uh maybe i would say she would uh she used it a bit too much sometimes but generally it worked i think she she knew um how to balance it right uh, how to play with it and um and it ended up working and uh, and as well i like the symbolic elements of her lyrics it's also what makes it makes it even greater um, she also showcases how much of an exceptional singer she is. She really is, can sing. Um, but yeah, but it, but this album as well, it's an album that's very tough to rate. It's very tough to rate. It's so different from everything that I've heard that I don't even love it or hate it. It's quite polarizing in a way. You know? I feel like I don't know how to react to it. I I think... If i get more used to her music i will like it more but it's quite a a great work of art and although i didn't love it i can appreciate it for what it is um rosalia is definitely a very special artist and a visionary and i think it it was also an album that one has to understand what is being said to appreciate it like i said before because i especially didn't like too much the emotional songs for some weird reason because often they were uh macapella's and i think you know you you, which it requires you to understand the lyrics or what is being said you know so it made it uh, hard f- to to like them much but I, I really love her singing um, but she's, she's definitely an artist who I want to see more of her future work and um, the hardest part is probably rating this album like I said I don't, I don't love it I don't hate it but there were songs that were exceptional but I have to rate it as an English speaking listener because that's what I am, right? I'm an English speaking listener and definitely feel Spanish speaking listeners will rate it differently and they should, definitely. Um they shouldn't judge it on the same criteria as I am judging. But I would probably give this album a six because it's just so different and there are uh, songs that are tough to listen to. But it's definitely a work of art. Um after li- reading the lyrics my appreciation grew a lot um and i think i would probably give it seven after reading the lyrics but let me just be brutally honest and just give it uh, uh a six and a half <laughs> I, I i i yeah it's, it's it's tough it's tough it's my first six and a half because i don't want to give it six because six is quite low because she did so well it's so unique and artistic but I also want to give it 7 because uh, this is, it's it's hard to listen to quite a few songs on this album. Um, I don't love them so much. Um, but yeah, 6.5, I feel that's very fair. Um, but I, like I said, a um, Spanish-speaking listener will probably give it 8. Maybe even 9, you know? Um, or 10, maybe, you know? <laughs> Rolling Stone named it the greatest Spanish album ever, you know? It's probably there for a reason so yeah six and a half but if, if push comes to shove i'll give it seven you know but six and a half that's my taste that's my take on it so guys i hope you enjoyed that review i hope it wasn't uh i hope it was fun not too long um i tried to make it as short as possible and next week we will be doing the final podcast of the show gorillas humans album review super excited for that final podcast this is a, it's a long overdue podcast. Like I've been delaying it forever. Um, we went Latin this week. Next week will be a bit all over the world. Hey, There's artists from all over the world on this podcast. And I can't wait to share the music with you guys. Hey? It's going to be dope. It's going to be exciting. Meanwhile, stay safe. Um, take it easy and stay tuned to the next episode. Peace. Often, baby, I can make that pussy rain Often, 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 often Girl, I do this often